You are listening to the Evolution Exchange Nordics podcast, a melting pot of ideas and inspiration shared by some of the most successful technical leaders in the Nordics region. I'm Gemma, I help connect business with tech talent and today I'm your host. Welcome to another instalment of the Evolution Exchange podcast. Today I'm joined with Tony and Natalia to talk about how to create and maintain team culture. This is a topic that we've done quite a few episodes on and I'm really looking forward to hearing the different opinions that you both have. Um, Tony, would you like to go first and give us a quick introduction into who you are and what you've been up to recently? Sure. Thanks, Gemma, for having us. Uh, my name is Tony Ranta. I'm located in Helsinki, Finland, working for Telia Finland uh, as a digital solution manager, uh, mostly working in the uh, electronic invoicing area. I will not go into further details with that. Uh, in my free time, I have two sons who are playing soccer, football. So uh, a lot of time goes with that hobby. They seem to have a lot of games and tournaments and so on. And also helping us and or part to organizing these team events. And uh, whenever I have the time to do some skateboarding, I like to do that. Even if I'm not that young anymore, as I maybe would like to be or see myself as but yeah that's it shortly perfect and natalia yeah thank you nice nice to be here uh, i'm natalia kajelainen and uh, i'm uh, working with tele finland in with digital channels so my teams are working on web shops and portals building new services for tele customers and i am software engineering manager myself and have quite a long career in software development being as a developer myself for many years and then working with uh, DevOps team and teams and development teams as a kind of doing agile coaching and that kind of things and as a manager and leading those teams nowadays. Yeah, as a personally, I, yeah, Tony mentioned already some hobbies, so maybe I go to that direction too. I, I do dancing, show dancing during my free time or like or adult hobbies, so no, not really having big, long experience, but it's just good to have some fails besides the work. Perfect. Thank you for that. Now, as usual, we'll go around and discuss um, the question in a little bit more detail. We've got some bullet points and some questions to go through, so then that would be a great way to direct the conversation. But before we go into that, and Natalia, could you tell us what team culture means to you and why it's important? Yeah, uh, I have been leading kind of several different teams and the team culture is have been changing depending on the company and the team where we are and uh, I guess the team culture is about how team work together how they are having kind of understand each other what kind of uh, unconditional rules they have and of course official rules too and uh, uh, yeah and it's important because uh, having kind of common common way of working and common sense of each other and the team is bringing things forward and in having kind of positive attitude forward. Perfect. And then Tony, what do you think what team culture is for you? Uh, well, again, like uh, looking at what what we what you mean by team, like I'm I'm thinking that uh, at least I will be answering your questions from the point of view that the team is not just the the team, the official like organizational team I'm part of. Uh, I also like to like every project because we we have some uh, like projects that are really quite long could be something from a year to to eighteen months or so on. So also these project teams, uh, I think there are similar things that I I love to see in place. 
let's start from there that I'm not the team manager, so so I'm, I'm a member of the team. So I haven't haven't uh, these rules of how we're doing stuff. It's it's not my uh, responsibility or my creation, but the stuff that I've enjoyed in in teams uh, within the, my working history is it's a lot about uh, other stuff than the actual work as well. It's good to, for me at least, important to know a bit up about these people on top of the of the actual work work stuff. So, what did they do on the weekend? What kind of hobbies they have? Like important to have time to talk about other stuff as well. And uh, of course, within the actual content of working, like uh, the knowing each other's skills and what what kind of things are suitable for this person and what this person is is uh, uh, capable of in this particular thing and then uh, uh, like having the common trust like uh, you have a shared goal whatever the team is doing you should you have your shared goals so so trying to uh, come up with uh, the plan that works best for the for all the team members everyone can contribute on their on their like uh, uh, area of expertise I think they're both very very good definitions of what team culture is and why it's important and um, Tony just going on something you just said then um, about it varying project to project is that something that you found um, within like smaller like smaller groups of teams like on individual project within Telia or do you find it as in when you move to a different team as a different role then team culture changes? Uh, yeah like it really can vary quite a bit the, the uh, team culture within projects even if you're doing similar like the end product is similar like depending on the setup our customers have they they might it might be in some cases they're not used to doing projects at all. So for being in a project is all new for them. And uh, sometimes it's project uh, managers who are like super professionals, and then they don't know the actual content. They know how to lead a project, but they necessarily don't know what is actually like what is the outcome. So quite uh, quite a big difference there. And one thing that has been really challenging like the last couple of years, because we know that we haven't been able to meet people. And the way I would like to always start the project is to be in the same room with people you're going to be dealing with for the next six months or a year. And that's been something that's totally new for me, like the last couple of years, not being able to, to see the people you're so much spending time with. I definitely agree. Natalia, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, I'm coming from agile development environment in that sense. We, I don't do in that kind of project time projects and we're more having development teams who are working agile way and having that kind of constant team and then the uh, work comes on kind of back on the roadmap list one after one and they're targeting to that. Uh, I would say the, then talking about different cultures, different teams, different cultures. Uh, in our case, we have, a, of course, we have a team culture which agile team have as themselves, but then at the same time, well, we have, there is also community cultures uh, in sense of software engineers between different different teams have own culture 
in the same way also the community on sense of let's say DevOps or QA on UX people. There's actually quite many different cultures in the one team and that's uh, where we need to kind of concentrate what culture we try to grow in which moment and I, I see that those, all those things need to be carried on. Lovely, thank you for that. Uh, I really like that idea, Tony, that when you start a new project, you have it in person. And I've seen that on your notes, Atelier, you've put about meetups and hackathons and different ways of, you know, creating that culture. Um, is that something that you both had like personal experience with and had success and that's why you both feel it important to it, to team culture? Um, and if you can feel free to answer first. Uh, well, I think I was just a tiny bit faster. So uh, I'll, I'll go first and Natalia, then you can join uh, or, or go on later. But uh, uh, <clears throat> well, to me, what comes to my mind is, is uh, I almost forgot your question, but uh, uh, <laughs> when I've been dealing with, uh, we did it with my previous, previous uh, company I work for, uh, we did a bit a big outsourcing project uh, to, to India and uh, meeting up with, with people like uh, not all the Indian people we ended up working with, but they there was a group of, let's say, 20, 30 uh, Indian people who came to Finland for a few weeks to, to uh, get to know the work and they would be like the, the key players in once the work would be outsourced to India. And that is something that really was quite different. Like even after we had done the project, but when we were actually dealing with them, the people who I had been spending time with in Finland and also some free time taking them to an ice hockey match and stuff like that, they don't can't do in uh, in uh, in their home country. So it it was different. And when they had new people coming in who didn't share the same experience of of dealing with each other, talking about food and whatever, the differences with our countries and stuff like that. So it's something that's, I believe it's hard to, if you're a new member and you come to a team like that, that some people know each other pretty well and you don't have the chance to do that. So so it must be a bit harder. Uh, yeah, Natalia, please go on. Yeah, uh, actually, it's a very good question about how then it does it work remotely, how to be... <laughs> And uh, I joined the company myself uh, in remote COVID work environment. So I do really see that it's very difficult without having this one-to-one or face meetings in the team to have, uh, uh, of course, to build up the culture. Of course, it, it, it is possible. It needs a lot of work. It's, I'm not saying that it's not impossible. It's very, it just needs to be to pay attention. But still, I see that those meeting together and maybe agreement together about uh, how we would like to work how we would like to do we would like to have face to face meetings once a week or something like that so those are important and in my my development teams uh, there are people from different countries and then if you want to have a face to face meeting or something kind of start up for a, for a work together you need to really to really arrange that kind of happening it will not come as a kind of by default but those are always important meetings and then, like Tony said about uh, those uh, ice hockey games or something like uh, those small relaxed moments when you can get uh, during during kind of meetups, uh, those build up, I think, quite much on trust each other because the trust is very 
one of important things in the team culture. So, and if you want to do that in a remote environment, this kind of to build up trust, then you need to do a lot of much work because it's not about the meeting time and then you go out. You need to have something to build up with trust. I really like that word, um, trust. I think it's definitely a big key factor in this full full topic. Because um, I, I guess if you didn't have like the trust of your colleagues, if you didn't feel comfortable, then it, it would affect the end product of work and you wouldn't want to, you know, work those extra hours to make sure that the code doesn't have any bugs or that the stakeholders have the correct deadlines. And likewise, you also have that element of care for somebody else that if they are working too much, you'll tell them because you care about them and that's developed from team culture. Have you found that the pandemic has altered that, Natalia, like joining um, in a, a big company, which is uh, like, is it seven countries? Tealy's over at the moment and having to work within that that area and not really see anybody. Did you find it challenging or was it quite accommodated and did you achieve it quite quickly? Uh, it does take longer time, maybe because now you fit in the team which you are working very closely to, because during pandemic time you kind of have a pre-booked meetings in your calendar. So you meet with the people who have booked the meeting for you. <laughs> and uh, the, those random discussions in the, in the office or you don't ha catch up somebody in coffee machines and learn new faces. And it, to say, unfortunately, for example, I haven't chatted with Tony before because I guess we haven't met in the office. By the accident and those kind of moments that's that's i think the pandemic have caused and then the stakeholder group is very small it's it's related to the people who we are anyway need to work with uh, but that uh, the other part of that of that coin is that uh, i know currently my international colleagues even better than people in finland on some level because i work more with them so in sense i have we have quite good kind of manager team culture in, in the international matter. We know each other, we trust each other, we work together, even not so many times seeing people face to face. Yeah, I can like uh, continue and I of course share a lot of the same, since we're working the same same company, same, same experiences, but this is something probably that uh, Natalie, you, you have never experienced because you started during the pandemic, but uh, I've been with the company for five and a half years and uh, the last the first two or three years there was this concept called the purple lunch and uh, that was like uh, an app where you signed in and it would every for every month it would uh, uh, as a lottery pick up a lunch uh, somebody to accompany you with lunch so random people who who have the same app and are working with Delia so uh, I was using that, so every month I had a scheduled lunch with someone I don't know from the same company, and that was really it was quite uh, quite interesting every time I would say. So I would know a little something what this person does and where with the company, but also like what they do, what other stuff is there in their life. So that was a, a really nice thing. Of course, it died because of we all know what. But I'm hoping that something like this maybe is like restarted because like with Natalia, we probably we might have been in the same elevator. But for me, we go to a new brand new offices on basically on Tuesdays because that's what I've agreed with my team so that as many as possible could be there so we can do the coffee machine talk and uh, 
who and we all I always go to the same floor. We have like I don't know ten floors to choose from, and I always go to the same place, almost at the same table. There's no like designated uh, work work uh, like uh, points for us, but we always tend to be at the same same place. So I always just see the same people basically. Uh, yeah, and then. Still a bit to continue on this. Uh, uh, I did work for uh, a team for a year and a half just during the pandemic. We actually started the team in January, was it now then 220? So a couple of months before everything started to fall apart. And this was a team of people from each Telia country. So a couple of people from Finland, from Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and the Baltics. And uh, there was a few members of the team that we had this kickoff meeting, but not everybody was was uh, a member of the team yet. So there were people I dealt with a lot, almost every day. And we we had like virtual Christmas parties and, and stuff like that. So really got to, I felt that I got to know these people and and uh, st- still to this, this date, I haven't met some of them. I changed my the team personally, but still because traveling is not there. There's a couple of close work colleagues that I've never seen in person. So strange times. It it definitely is, and I think that's I I love the lunch idea. I think that's amazing. Um, Natalia, do you have anything else to add on that? Like, is it something that you can resonate with? Yeah, I was thinking about that purple lunch, which Natalia had. Uh, actually, it is still going on, and nowadays every new employee is automatically enrolled to that. So. Perfect. So us old ones were just kicked out. <laughs> I don't know how does that happen, but. Yeah, but those kind of small things are ones which you can build. This, of course, it's a higher company culture type of thing, not maybe on a small team level, but still those are ones we're building up. Do you do like similar like um, like lunches or evening meals or something similar with just your smaller team? So who you directly speak to every day to make sure you have a culture with them? Uh, yeah, we, at least in my team's uh, that is a challenge because my development teams were working, of course, in their own agile, own team plan. And then we have this more unit type of team or talents in the te- in my teams. And But we have a trying to build that uh, kind of our community or culture feeling also by having those uh, coffee breaks uh, scheduled in the calendar. And uh, our new tour starts in August again, but kind of beginning of the year, we had uh, once a week together with a lunch in the office so then at least people joined the lunch who were in the office at that point and maybe more positively came there and those are moments to share che- check about how your family are going or to once people talking about not work related things too and i think those are very great and how about you tony yeah like i just said we we uh, actually my current team were almost all uh, located in in helsinki so we have a chance of getting most of the people at the office at the same time. Last week, I remember our team is pretty small, but we had seven people at the office and I, I it felt so good. Just having, you know, these people that, that uh, you've been spending a lot of time with online and especially these Teams meetings. So being able to be there at the same time, it, it was, uh, yeah. It's it's crazy how something that like it used to be normal. We were all used to that. Like, what's what's the 
what's so amazing about meeting these teammates of yours. But uh, last week, I remember how, how crazy that felt in the morning. Oh, we're, we're seven people. And then we're always on Tuesdays, we're also uh, going to lunch together. So for the first time, we had to look at the place where we can find a big enough table to fit us all. So, yeah. Uh, that's it's and we have like not only this team as well we have also these uh, like every Friday we have the team coffee that is for non-work related things and uh, I think these are important that they're scheduled of course with some people you might talk about other stuff within the normal meetings or after them but to have the team online once a week we, we do have the work related meetings <laughs> We start with those on Monday mornings, and then on Friday afternoons, we have the more, more like free meeting coffee break or whatever it's called. I think that sounds Coffee sounds break great. for an hour. Oh, for an hour. That's a, that's a great coffee break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we got to do that. Um, that's wonderful. Have you found, um, I know that we're going through a quite big recruitment phrase at the moment at Evolution, and I know that Telia are constantly hiring people and constantly expanding and growing. Have you found that when people join the team or leave the team that your culture changes and you have to put more effort in or less effort in to maintain that? Um, Natalia, let's start with you. Yeah, maybe I'll catch up with this question. Yeah, it's uh, of course, uh, it's kind of how the team building is up. It's I guess quite many knows the team structure, team kind of building structure is like formation, formation period. So it every time you change, it's the team changes somehow, the dynamic changes, and you need to find those moments again. So uh, definitely during pandemic, and now also let's say there's people more people moving moving in and out. So it it, it does affect currently the possibility to the team to kind of stop and see where we are. But that's, I guess, every time you need to have those agreements, when people, new people coming, you need to have discussion in the team. How we are working, are we have something uh, uncautious ways of working, which we don't really kind of have on paper or people, of course, learn that during time, but some of them good to discuss too. And uh, then people are leaving. It's also some kind of change of uh, in team dynamics anyway. So. Yeah, I would say it's challenging to because teams team needs quite a long time to to be on the effective mode. But I guess we are learning all now in every company how to deal with those situations more and more. I, I agree. I think that's definitely something that's great. And Tony, what have you found within like, obviously you've been at TDF for a while and you've moved from different teams. Have you found that that's been something you've been affected by? Yeah, and like I really... Like if I think that I would have been in the situation where I would have been joining the the company during the pandemic time. So like Natalia has like, I don't think, I'm not sure if I, I could have coped with that because I have a couple of uh, team members that did that and I feel for them because it's, uh, if I compare it to my experience when I joined the company for the first two weeks, I was like giving like just so much information i was being shown so many places like in physical like this is where we do this and this is where we do that and these people these are the people you deal with this stuff and also like the different locations we have in finland i went through all of those as well in the first month or so so it was a lot of uh I really felt, of course, at the time, I, I thought that this is the way that every every person is being treated in and taken into the company. 
I've learned then that it just happened to be that I had a manager who was like really taking good care of this stuff. Of course, there are some mandatory steps like Natalia, for Natalia, this is fresh that you have like, for example, the purple lunch information. So you're not just dropped into the cold water, but, but uh, with this uh, starting on the pandemic time. So I, I, I've talked to a team, team friend or a colleague of mine who, who, uh, who's been with the company for a couple of years, years and she still feels like kind of like except for our team but outside outsider to the other like because uh, we haven't been able to arrange the type of things we still did like previously like getting to learn other teams you know we had some of this hackathon type of things as well and and so on so i yeah it's well let's put it this way now i hope it's changing everything's everything's looking fine now like the, the sun is shining and the the uh, situation is allowing us to meet people so so i'm sure that delia has some plans for us and we've been able to have the first big parties with a lot of people but still it's like some people are avoiding those for a good reason I don't remember know how many we had the last time. Natalia, maybe you took part, but there was maybe six, seven hundred people or something like that in the office at the same time after work celebration. So that was nice. Yeah, I I just think you guys maybe I comment a little. Uh, uh, but those, I had people actually who joined the company and my teams, development teams during also COVID time, and uh, I had actually one great agile coach who joined the team and build up. Uh, he had that importance to build up a culture for the team and i think he managed very well during that remote times every remote team so for example he brings that idea because with development teams are having those daily meetings so every day we have a uh, 15 minutes where we discuss what we do and what we need to do today and what has if they have problems uh, and during those dailies because everybody had a camera on he kind of bring up the idea of having background on themed background once a week and like uh, your favorite movie or something like that so they they did had first that normal what's going on in the team or what are the tasks who is doing what and then we discussed about those backgrounds and i think that was very cool and uh, actually they learned about each other and build up the culture on that and those kind of small things can be used during remote time too. Yeah, that's a really nice idea. We we uh, did something similar that just came to my mind. I mentioned the Christmas party for this uh, international team. So what we were each, uh, we had a, like a task we needed to do before the party. So everybody would uh, uh, gather together three pictures. And I think one was the topic was an actor that has been said that you look like so a famous person look alike that looks like you then something about where you where you live or like a landscape picture and then uh, uh, something about what you enjoy in your free time and then it wasn't told whose pictures these are so we were guessing like okay who looks like james bond or thinks they look like james bond so that was a, a nice thing to it took us a couple of hours to laugh about the stuff and um, get to know each other. So really like that background idea. And also, which is like, because now my, my camera is 
non-functional. <laughs> so uh, to say this out loud, that having the cameras on, that was something also kind of new when I joined this uh, this international team and the team leader was Swedish. And she always said like every in every meeting, like, please put your cameras on so we can see each other. And uh, after that, when I then went back to this Finnish team, I tried to do that culture. And you can also see that with customers. Some customers, everybody's using the camera and some customers never see anyone using it. So a company uh, culture in that sense. But my camera is, is it's actually not functioning at this point. <laughs> but uh, I like to, to use it. I think just to add on that, Tony, that's such a good point with the camera. I know that when me and you and with Natalia as well, when we had our initial conversations, I always asked to have your camera on and to see you. And that was for the reason that you just feel a bit more relaxed, you feel a little bit more informal when you can have that face-to-face conversation with somebody. Um, so that's something that we found here that we, we've really resonated with and helped, not necessarily with team culture, but with that trust element that you were talking about before, Natalia, and having that communication, I guess, you feel a bit more comfortable, you know who you're talking to, you know, it's, I'm not not as much of a stranger. Um, so that's definitely a really good point. Um, I had a quick Google before while I was doing some prep for this podcast, and actually Finland... Um, has got one of the top six countries for having a good team culture. So you have got an 81.5% um, survey rating of people who say that they're happy with the culture within their team. So you're definitely doing something right as a country. Um, I don't know whether what Tilius would be specifically, but I just had a look. The UK is 542 so we're not doing as well. Um, but is there anything, you know, that you think has made it that way, other than the things that you spoke about direct with Telia? Is there something about your culture that is a little bit more inclusive? I guess that's a challenging question for me because uh, I have been always working in international teams in that sense. Uh, in software development, you need various people from different countries. So not sure if Tony have any better insights, but I guess in the international culture, uh, culture you need to bring that kind of tender the communication between people and that's important here. Yeah, really, really, really difficult question. Like it's uh, it's really hard for me to come up with anything that would like, it's more like, uh, I don't know, the, the Finns tend to perhaps uh, think that we're, we're like, we want to keep things to ourselves and we were quiet and we just sit in the forest naked with mosquitoes and uh, the only place where we open our mouths is the sauna so <clears throat> but yeah maybe in reality we're we're, we're still like we're, we're we like enjoy meeting other people and like i don't know maybe we'll always also like being in the forefront of of the tools that you need for for uh, team communication starting from mobile phones Nokia phones back then were leader in connecting people. So I don't know. But what I'm interested in, who's number one on the list? Oh, Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sweden, they're, no they're top in the list. <laughs> but you, you were close. You're a close cont- contender. You're better than us. We're 45th. Um, so we're not doing too well. But we'll try. I, I can think 
of a reason why you're so high up the list um, as somebody who's just observing your conversation you definitely value your work-life balance a lot more I think that's something that helps your culture like you've both said you're you're busy for summer because you take time off which I guess for everyone listening will be in the Nordic market um but that is an incredible thing for somebody who's not to to understand and have that appreciation for each other but also you've all said that you know you take time to realize whether people have kids what their duties are after work um having that evening having that lunches setting up lunches when people join having that cameras on and it's taking that extra effort I think that's got you higher up the list because you you're more friends with your colleagues rather than just work acquaintances and that's definitely something that I've resonated from this conversation so thank you for for introducing the idea to me. Um, within work, have you found that, you know, you give feedback a lot more when you have a good team culture or is feedback just something that is given anyway? Um, Tony? Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's a lot easier when, you, when you're familiar with the people who have a team culture of of uh, being open and uh, you should be able to discuss these things. Like, it's not always easy, like, you know, uh, within the team, people have different styles. Someone is like uh, at 7 a.m. in the morning, like totally answering emails, while the other other person is, has, is struggling to, to hit nine o'clock in the morning. So, so uh, yeah, we're different, but uh, giving feedback, like I feel in an open team culture, and it's, it's not like... Uh, to me personally, like receiving feedback or, or giving feedback is something that I, I, I need to constantly keep an eye on that I try to because I, I know how good it feels to get feedback. And even if it's like something like what's the what's the word con- constructive uh, feedback. So it's, it's really important. So I really that's something that I try to focus on like doing it for people because I, I know how important it is to get some yourself. Yeah, I guess uh, my perspective about feedback comes quite quite strongly from the agile development ways of working. It's kind of built in the whole, uh, whole way of working. There is the retrospectives which are happening to most of the teams every second, every second week. You have come up with team together and think how you did work last two weeks. Did you have some obstacles? How did you try to solve it? Could you solve it better? Is there something which team could build up and what are the positive things we have found during those two weeks? And I think those kind of mental idea about retrospective is most important to of all agile process to develop further and to have that feedback in the team. And actually, I mentioned about the trust before, and that's one of the biggest elements here, because uh, usually you see when teams start working, those retrospectives are not that good because team members don't trust on that level to each other. But uh, as long as this kind of uh, team work together, the retrospectives become better and the feedback and the, of course you can have teamed retrospectives and feedback session in the team so you can have one time uh, for example only positive or something how the people have kind of contribution in the team have happened or another time you can take very technical retrospective how the technically we have been working on what's where those topics are so i see that feedback is very important and uh, it's to build up the trust in the team you need to 
work on that. So the feedback will come and trust will come, I would say, in that level. Incredible. I think that's a really, really good point, Natalia. Thank you. And again, Tony, thank you. for. Um, we have about five minutes left before the end of the hour. Is there anything that you guys that we think you've missed out that you think is really important for other people to know when trying to create or maintain team culture? I no. guess I could. Yeah, sorry. Go on, Natalia. Kind of say at the end that it never comes by default so you need to kind of keep it growing like any flower or no something you need to give some kind of uh, things to it and take care about it because uh, of course you don't want to culture a bad bad team culture or cultivate that one but then you want to keep a good one you need to really do active work towards that and remember to have that idea in mind Perfect. I think that's a really good, a really good ending point, Natalia. And Tony, anything to wrap up? Uh, well, uh, what Natalia said, I totally agree. I don't think I have too much to add there. And but I feel that from this talk of uh, what we have talked now, 50 minutes or 45 minutes or so, I have some new ideas that I can personally take into use with with the teams I'm in. So so really uh, enjoyed this this session with you. Perfect. I'm glad. I think it's been really good to see how somebody, well, two people who are at the same company in the same country have such like similar but different ways of maintaining and creating this team culture. And I think hopefully you've both learned something off each other. And next time you're both in office, you'll drop each other a message and get a coffee and resignate that and help grow each other further which should be yeah. really nice if you do you'll have to let us know and share a photo definitely lunch. <laughs> perfect well thank you so much for sharing your opinions and thank you for everybody for listening uh, this has been the evolution exchange podcast if you have anything you'd like to add or ask either of these individuals please drop us a message and we can maybe create a part two or do a follow-on and answer any questions but thank you so much